question is this. How do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to the Ascend Momentum Show. Today was an excellent day. Let me tell you what happened. This morning, did my normal stuff, gym, study, and then went to the park. And today was a big day for me and my friend because today was the day we went to school to pick up our packets for our schedules, and then we had the opportunity to go to our counselors to change our schedules. And both me and him wanted to graduate early or get a really easy schedule. And really, the best case happened. I went to the counselor. My counselor wasn't there, so I got to talk to a nicer counselor who did not have who was like way more tolerant and lenient and so pretty much all I'm doing is taking one gym class two English classes and that's it for one semester and then I'm and I I literally get to school at 8 a.m. and leave at like 10 or 11 so it's gonna be a breeze and I'm going to try and configure my schedule again to where, because right now I'm taking math, but I'm definitely planning on dropping it. So I'm going to try and get my math to be fourth period so I can just have first, second, and third. Yeah, that'll be huge. So today went way better than I was expecting. Now... That said, me and my friend walked home together, and we were talking about what just happened, because he had a similar experience as well, where we're both going to be able to graduate first semester of senior year with an easy first semester. So, and we were walking home, and what we came to the realization was, we the best thing that has ever happened to me in my life was meeting my friend. Now let me explain. I was on self-improvement before I met him and I was growing and I would have gotten to this point where I'm at now but it would have taken like two years versus two months. And me meeting him and him meeting me we have grown so much more, especially more so in the past five days. And it's hard to explain, but I was kind of talking about this yesterday. I think it was yesterday's episode, but there's the five, you're the average of the five friends quote. And I tried to... I, wait, let me, sorry guys, I 
I try to ignore that rule, and I try to come up with reasons why it didn't affect me, but it 100% affects you. Even if you are the, even if you somehow manage, which is probably impossible unless you're Jesus, but even if you manage to not let any of your friends affect you, I'm, I'm assuming that your own self-improvement and your friends are not in this situation. Even if you manage to not let anyone affect you and you're just growing on your own, you're still missing out because if you get one friend, I only have one friend who is like-minded to me, you grow so much. So if someone... So with the average of five friends rules, those five friends pull you down if they're not on self-improvement. Let's say you are immune to that. Then you're just, your string is stilled. It's not being pulled down or it's not being pulled up. But the reason why you're missing out is because if you have a friend that is on self-improvement, they pull you up. So you're missing out from the pulling up piece. And that pulling up piece is actually, it's, I, I can't even put it to words, but looking back and reflecting on this summer, having just met my friend, literally this summer, I mean, we knew each other like for years, but we didn't know, we didn't hang out with each other and we didn't know that each of us were on self-improvement. So we just like saw each other on in the halls and said hi and that's it. But the, when we became friends, our, both of our growth just skyrocketed. It's actually crazy. So that is one of the best things that has ever happened to me in my life. Now I'm looking forward to this school year because first of all, my classes are easy. They're a breeze. I'm only taking one gym class and two English classes. So really all I have to do is take two English classes every day. And that's it. And I'm going to try and, I don't know if they're easy or hard English. I think they're both easy English classes. So literally the homework is going to be barely anything. And there's a policy in my school of a mental health day. You get unlimited mental health days. So me and my friend are just going to go to Florida. We're literally going to go to Florida and live there. And it's going to, I'm going to have to slowly creep in and make a lot of money and then convince my parents <laughs> to let us take mental health days to live in Florida and do our work online. <laughs> but it's definitely possible now that I only have two classes, two real classes once I drop math. Man, I'm really looking forward to my life. It's looking great. The more and more I learn, the closer and closer I get, the better and better I get. And there's one thing that I talked about yesterday that I want to bring back up. Let me just write something down real quick. Uh... Okay, I just wrote down comfort zone. So I talked about this yesterday, 
and this is one of the big topics in self-improvement to expand your comfort zone I never really did that and I thought that I was on self-improvement and then maybe about five or six days ago I actually started to expand my comfort zone by doing um, entrepreneurial stuff like cold calling and stuff like that and I wasn't even doing it for the comfort zone aspect but that was the most beneficial piece that I've gotten from it. Literally just emailing people and it, I just progressively overloaded it. So I emailed people, which I'm not even gonna lie, when I first emailed someone, I was really scared and nervous. And then second, I started cold calling people. I was really nervous and I talked about this yesterday. My voice was shaking, I was super nervous. And then once that got too comfortable, I went in in person. And the first time I went in, I didn't even know what I was saying. I just just fell asleep instantly and started talking. And then once I, I right now I've done it three times, and I'm gonna go right after this episode for the fourth time. And I've already gotten like let's say the first time I went in, I was a hundred percent uncomfortable and a hundred percent scared, hundred percent nervous. The second time, maybe. 30%. This is just an estimate. 30% scared, 30% uncomfortable. And then the third time, 20%. And then today is going to be even less. And then the more and more I do it, I'm doing it every single day, the more and more into my comfort zone it gets. So then I have to figure out the next thing to do to expand my comfort zone. And I actually already figured it out. So after like maybe one or two more goes on to the business going in person to a business after one or two more of that it'll be in my comfort zone so then I will it won't be as beneficial to go to do that just for the purely for the purpose of expanding my comfort zone so what I told my friend all of this stuff that I'm telling you now this morning and what I decided that we have to do is go to the mall in the other town and ask for girls numbers now five days ago if I were to if you were to tell me to do that I would have died on the spot not even kidding now I can actually now I actually know I can do it it's gonna be extremely uncomfortable extremely scary just like the first time I went to the business it's going to be super scary, but after I do it the first time, I'll be able to do it more and more. And then I'll be able to do it rapid fire, so I'll do like, since we're going to drive to the mall, it's like 30 minutes away, we're just going to get like five girls' numbers, and then we'll f figure out a plan from there. Man, that is one of the most uncomfortable things to think about, asking for a girl's number. But I mean, and this is the next thing that I was going to talk to you guys about. I was scared five days ago to send an email. Now, we're men. We're supposed to be fearless in the face of death. And we're scared to send an email. Now, I'm, a, I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed that I was like that for 17 years of my life. And now I'm starting to change it. And now I'm starting to realize how how just uh, embarrassing it is to call yourself a man, call yourself a, a guy, a teenager, 
to be have testosterone and be scared to email someone, be scared to cold call someone, be scared to go up to a business in person and talk to them. Now I'm embarrassed and I'm, that's why I'm working on this so much right now, expanding my comfort zone. And I think you should be embarrassed too if you're scared of that. And I'm scared to ask for a girl's number. I'm embarrassed because it is in our genetics, our biology, to make the decisions and make the first move. We're supposed to be the ones to make the first move. If you look at studies, most girls want the, the guy to make the first move. And that is not on accident. That is because it's in our biology, our genetics. Men are supposed to be the one to make the first moves. So that's why I'm going in on the asking for a girl's number. And we're going to do it on Friday. Today is, today is Monday. We're going to do it on Friday. Or Thursday. I don't remember. And we're probably going to do it again on Sunday because I'm going to convince them to get us to do it again. Because if we can get five girls' numbers on the first day, that will expand our comfort zone so much, just like the first business I went to. But then the second day, it'll expand our comfort zone from 30 to 20. And then just more and more. And it's really not that hard. Like physically, it's easy. Mentally, it's hard. Emotionally, it's hard. And the more you do it, literally you just have to do it once and then the difficulty cuts down more than in half. I know that because that's how it was with the business and cold calling. But let me tell you this. I told this story yesterday, but so throughout my life, my dad has always had people over and whether they were middle schoolers, high schoolers, or adults, because that's his job. His job is a youth, it's like a, he's like a youth pastor kind of, and so he runs a club for middle schoolers, high schoolers, and then he has adults come over as well sometimes. And so, that this is to our house, and I've always been shy and nervous and literally feel like it was the end of the world if someone came over and if I was out there sitting down and everyone was talking I would just be in my own zone fidgeting being extremely uncomfortable and you could tell and then what I noticed is that first of all that's really embarrassing because I'm a man I can't be like that I have to be secure calm cool collected confident but also what I noticed is that after I went into my first business, my dad had people over yesterday, and I that was the first social interaction I'd ever had, ever had, where I was calm, cool, and collected meeting a brand new person. And I just like walked up to him, introduced myself, he introduced himself, and I said hello, and then said his name, and shook his hand. And it was literally the simplest interaction ever, but I would have failed that interaction so many times. And the simple fact that I expanded my comfort zone just by walking up into a store and asking if I could work for them for free, just that simple thing, two, maybe 
less than two minutes, one minute, 30 seconds of discomfort. And it changed my life. I can't stress um, the amount, can't stress enough how much the discomfort of walking into a business and saying, can I, do, can I help you, um, has done for me. It's changed my life. And that's why I'm going all in on this comfort zone thing and getting my friend to drive us both to the lo local mall and ask for a bunch of girls' numbers because that's the next step in discomfort. If we can get good at that, we can get good at anything. Now, right before I posted this, or right before I started recording this podcast, I went to the school, and then I got home around 2.30 maybe, so I had two options. I could either crank out the podcast and then quickly go to a business to uh, help out and actually do what I said I was going to do over the past couple of days, to go to one new business every day. Or the second option was to record the podcast and use the time, how much time left I have in the day as an excuse to fail my task. So I chose the first option. And I could have just as easily chosen the second option, but something, it's just so much easier now that I've expanded my comfort zone to do things like that. Five days ago, if you would have given me that same situation, I would have easy, I would have a hundred times, ten times out of ten, chosen the second option of just recording the podcast. And then I would have failed my, what I said I was going to do. And that's unacceptable. So, second I get done with recording this hour-long podcast, I'm going straight to a business and figuring out or and asking them if, if I can help them now that said my friend just so I've been doing this thing for the past like five or six days trying to get businesses to build a business or a funnel for them and I've not gotten a single yes that said my friend started doing this last night literally yesterday and he got his first yes. So that's unacceptable. He can't... I have to... I have to be ahead. That's just the manly competitiveness. And... So what I'm going to start doing is... Tomorrow I have a meeting with one of the places that I went to. An appointment. And... I'm, I was just going to go to that, but you know what? I'm going to go to another place as well. And then also, tomorrow I'm going to use the same email template that my friend did, my friend used, so that I can try and get another yes, 
or try and get my first yes because once I get my first yes and help them out for free then I will be able to make them a very good funnel and I'll be off to the races from there Sorry, I had to get some water. Mm. So, yesterday, I think it was yesterday I was talking about testosterone. I 100% stand by it. And today, actually, my pine pollen came. And I was going to take normal doses, like a tablespoon or a teaspoon, maybe go higher to a tablespoon but today I actually decided to go all in and I'm gonna take two mega doses every day I'm not even gonna measure I'm just gonna take a normal spoon and then scoop up a big chunk of it and put it in my mouth and drink water and that will I'm gonna take two mega doses one in morning and one at night and the one at night will help me get a morning wood like a very strong morning wood because I get morning woods maybe 75% of the mornings but they're all weak and that's unacceptable because that's a signal of low testosterone so I'm gonna get morning woods I'm gonna get strongest morning woods I've ever had and yeah and then my life is just gonna get better and better really I'm on an uphill. I'm on an uphill of increasing my test or my comfort zone. So literally, by the time school starts in one week, seven seven days is the first day of freshman, which I might go, but I'm probably gonna drop that class. So uh, in eight days, tomorrow next week is the first day of real school for everyone, and I have eight days to increase my testosterone as much as I can and eight days to increase my comfort zone as much as I can and I'm gonna be a menace I already am a menace today was the first day I had interaction with people at my school and I just definitely felt a lot more calm, calm cool collected confident around people now let me tell you let me introduce you this one thing but first let me write down I'm going to tell you guys a little secret. Let me first write down something. Uh, Alright, so every time that I stop and write something down, I'm writing down the big lessons that I'm speaking about because I don't plan these episodes ahead of time. And so while I'm speaking, I just come up with things to say. And then I write down on a piece of paper the big lessons so I can give you guys the most accurate uh, description. Because I'm going to be honest, I do not listen to my episodes after I record them. I don't have enough time for that. And to be honest, it's just... I'm not trying to be on my computer that much. So I literally just record the episode cold. I don't know what to say. Usually I come up with one thing to say to start me off beforehand. 
and then I just go on from there. That's why I always say my what happened today, like I went to the park, what I learned, because that's like on the top of my mind usually. And then I come up with things to say after that, and that's why I'm writing down in the middle and spending like 10 seconds. And in the description I say like today's lesson. And I actually changed the format of that if you haven't noticed yet. And I didn't go back and change my previous episodes because I want you guys to see at the most organic like progression. And I kind of messed up because I didn't have a transcript until maybe like episode 14, 15. And then I ended up going through all of my episodes and making a transcript on all of them. But what I should have done is just started making a transcript when I like decided to make transcripts. So you guys could see like exactly my progression. Like in the beginning I sucked and I was making like 10 minute videos with terrible description. And then now on episode like 19, I'm making one hour videos. I'm a little better. And I have transcript and the description is way better. I just want you guys to be able to see the progression. And essentially my podcast is like self-improvement. I progressively overloaded and got better and better every day. That's why I started with like a two-minute video trailer. And then it went higher and higher time from there. And just one minute I think is the sweet, or one hour is a sweet spot for me. Because I don't want to spend more time than that. Because I want to spend time, like, going to the park and spending time outside in nature. So, one hour is a sweet spot. But, before I told you guys about all this, I was saying, well, that was the secret that I was going to tell you. But, one thing that I realized, I was, I couldn't find a good reason for school. I always try and look for the positive in things. And that's transurfing. That's a transurfing principle. I couldn't find a good reason that we were going... Like, I couldn't find a benefit to me for school. And today, I... My friend brought to my attention the best benefit possible. And there's this thing in transurfing, which I'm not even sure if he uses this terminology, but this is what we interpreted. And it's to stay awake most people are asleep like consciously asleep they're literally sleeping life by and they're not living they're just letting life pass them by and not living on purpose they're they're just asleep and once you wake up that's when you're conscious and you're present and you realize that it's just a game and you just there's you once you're awake you're like conscious of the transurfing principles and you're a transurfer. And what we realized is and there's also another thing. There's this I actually learned this in my I actually learned of this term in my uh let me see. I don't know if I should say this word, but I'm going to go with it. I learned this term in my sociology class, and it's called code switching. And it's essentially how 
black people switch their behaviors around white people so they don't like so white people don't think bad of them and I realized during summertime like recently that I code switch around people because I'm on self-improvement they're not and they're asleep and I'm awake and I code switch around them one when I tell them for many different things like when they ask what college I'm going to, I tell them what college I'm going to even though I'm not going to a college. And let me write down code switch. So I code switch around people. And so the big reason why going to school is a good thing is because we get to practice consciously code switching. Because when I would code switch, I would fall asleep, and then it would get to me, and it would get into my unconscious, and I would be making worse decisions because of that. So now we get to practice staying awake, code switching, because we're going to be constantly reflecting every day, and like moment by moment basis. And then also we get to practice staying indifferent and staying empty to all of the pendulums around us. We are in the heart Right now we are in the heart of the American education system, which is one of the most strong pendulums in the world. And we are at the heart of it, surrounded by thousands of pendulums, because I live in a public school in a, in a city, Oak Park. I'll just tell you, I, lit I live in Oak Park, Illinois, and I go to OPRF High School. I don't care if that gets on the internet. You guys can look me up, I don't care might regret this in the future once I realize why people censor themselves, but here you go. You can. <laughs> there's my school that I grew up in. And there's like 3,600 students in that building. So we're literally surrounded by everyone who's asleep. And it got to me last year because I was asleep as well, but I was on self-improvement while I was asleep. But now we're present and we get to practice staying present, staying awake and being indifferent to the pendulum. So this experience will give us an amazing amount of practice and we will, once we overcome this, we'll be able to be indifferent to any pendulum ever. So this is basically setting us up for the future amazingly. So school is starting up soon. I have a first period, a second period, and I'm a third period and a fourth period. And I might have a fifth period as well, I don't remember. But I'm trying to cut that down to only a one, two, and three periods. And that will basically let me, let me look it up, uh, OPRFHS Bell Schedule. That will essentially let me get to school at 8 a.m. and then leave at around 10.41. 10.41 on normal days. On Thursdays and Fridays, it will be 10.51. And on late arrival days, it will be 11.30 or 11.26. So that is huge because I've always stayed at school the whole entire day 
8 a.m. till 3.11, which is a huge time investment. Basically, it takes up your whole day. And if I can get down, finish with school in two and a half hours for the day, I'll take that. So what my plan for the school year is going to be is wake up at... I haven't decided, so let me tell you this first thing first. So I'm going to be a surfer, as you guys know. And in order to be good at surfing, you have to have good balance. So I ordered a medicine ball, like a small little medicine ball, where you can stand on it and practice your balance. And then I'm going to stand on it and squat on it. And I am going to practice that 10 minutes a day because I'm serious about it. And I'm going to add it into my routine because I'm serious about it and I actually want to get good at that. So I was going to add it to my morning routine right after my meditations. I do a 30-minute Wim Hof meditation and then a 10-minute breath work exercise with like vacuums and stuff, like doing the vacuum with your stomach. And then also a breath work with your straw to strengthen your core. And I was going to add the balance exercise after that. That's just the perfect spot to fit it into my daily routine. So that means that I would need 10 more minutes in the morning. So I would, And right now I'm waking up at 4 a.m. And I don't really want to push it earlier. Because 4 a.m. I think is the sweet spot. But I might end up pushing it for, uh, earlier. but Or I'll just figure out how I can speed up my morning routine. And so right now my routine is to wake up, and I'm, I'm just going to give you the general outline. I'm not going to go into detail. I'm going to write, actually, no, screw it. I'm going to go into detail. Let me write down that I'm talking about routine. My routine. All right, so. Also, I just came up with something. I realize that I haven't been doing episode notes for you guys, like the bookmark thing where you guys can see what time everything is. And when I record, since I don't use my phone, I have a stopwatch set. That's why you guys sometimes hear a mouse click in the beginning. I start the stopwatch. So I'm actually going to start uh, writing down the times so I can actually give you guys a bookmark thing. So this episode, there's only going to be one time because I just realized it right now. And it's 34.45 around there. Alright, so now I'm going to tell you my routine. I'm going to go in depth. My morning routine. Actually, I'll tell you my whole day routine right now. So it's summertime. August 7th, 2023. I'm 17 years old. And my birthday is next month. Now, let me tell you. I wake up at 4 a.m. First thing I do is take off all my blankets off of my mat because I sleep on a tatami mat. There's nothing in my room. My room is empty. The only thing I have in my room is my Hatch Restore 2 alarm clock, which essentially is a sunrise and then a fan and a air purifier and my tatami mat and also I have some stopwatches like alarm like these 
digital alarm clocks that I bought off Amazon for like six bucks. And then also I have tape, surgical tape for my mouth at night. And then I also have a bag, like a cloth bag that has metal straws in it. One bent metal straw and one straight metal straw and one cleaner. And I'll get to why I have all that stuff. But that is my room, and my room is pitch black. I, but during the day, I lift up the, I open the shade. So I nailed, I bought two sets of blackout curtains, and I nailed them, one set on my door, and then one set on my window. And I also have a window in my closet which I nailed a board on, over so there's no light that comes in it. So during the nighttime when I close my shade, my room is absolutely pitch black. I can't even see my hand in front of me. So my room is optimal, optimized for sleep. And all of my, like my dresser, all of my other stuff is in my closet. But the reason why I including my books also. Oh, and also in my room, I have a notebook and a pen as well right next to my bed, which my bed is a tatami mat, like a, a small tatami mat, like a twin size. It's like six, five length and like, I don't know how, how wide, but it's perfect for me. It's just in the corner. And so that I Got that room for darkness, sleep optimality, sleep optimability, or sleep optimal, sleep optimal, and also less toxins, and also there's no distractions. I found that when I had my dresser and all my other stuff, it was just distracting me. There was some mental clutter. I don't know. It, it, I just felt like doing it, and I definitely found a huge improvement from it. And everything's in my closet. So during the day. I do not have my blankets out. I only have my blankets out when I'm going to bed. So let me explain to you my routine. I was just explaining what my room looks like. So 4 a.m. Well, 3.30 a.m. is when my sunrise alarm starts going off. It just like slowly builds a sunrise. So it starts at quiet red, like not dark. Like, not bright, but it's, like, shallow red, and then it's, and then it progressively gets to really bright yellow to the point where it is lighting up my entire room. And then at 4 a.m., my actual sound, which is, like, a meditative flute, it plays a flute noise, and then it, and that's when I wake up at 4 a.m., second I wake up before I even turn off the noise of my alarm is first of all I grab my blanket and roll it up grab my two pillows and also I have a buckwheat pillow that's my pillow that I put on my neck I'm working towards getting a cotton blanket and then I am also I am working towards getting a cotton pillow as well but my blanket and my pillow that I like put in between my legs at night or in, in my arms 
is not optimal. Those are the only two things in my room that are not optimal. And that is, so the second I wake up, I fold my, I just like fold it around my arms, my blanket, and then pick up my pillow and both my pillows and then put them in my closet, stuff them in my closet. And then I grab my underwear in there and turn on, turn on the light in my room and then turn off my alarm clock. And then I leave my room, take off my tape off my mouth, throw it in the trash, go pee, drop my underwear off in the bathroom, put up the blanket, and then go to my, or not, not the blanket, put up the towel, just prepare my bathroom for the shower. And then, I don't shower yet, I go to get a glass of water, but I grab a cup, which is plastic, and I'm working towards getting glass. Grab a cup, and then I pour salt in it, like a bunch of salt in it. Not like that much, but a lot that some most people would be surprised, but not like a lot to where I'm surprised. So I pour, like I basically cover the bottom of the cup with salt, and then I pour cystanch in. And then I pour creatine. And now, since I have this, I'm going to pour a big scoop of pine pollen. And then I pour in a little bit of water, just enough to where I can swallow it all instantly. And then if there's still stuff left at the bottom, I pour a little bit more and then swallow that. And I really have a really salty mouth at this point. So I quickly pour the, the whole cup full, and then I just chug it, all of it. And that is one of the best things I've done. One of the best habits, like a very good habit to have. And then I'm set for hydration for the morning, instantly. And then I go to the, uh, I grab out my cast iron skillet. I don't use a nonstick because that's toxic. I grab out a cast iron skillet, put it on the, wait, no, I don't think I do this at this point. I don't grab the cast iron skillet yet. I go into the bathroom after I rinse off my cup. I go to the bathroom and I brush my teeth and then I poop. And if I need to, I shave, which I shave like maybe every other day during school, but like once every like five days or something during the summertime. I might shave every three days, I don't remember, during school. I'll figure that out during the school year, but I shave if I need to, and then I shower, cold shower. I only use a good soap, bar of soap, which I found on Anthony GJ's website. I only use that when I'm showering. I don't use shampoo, and since I have long hair right now, I, I have a bamboo comb that I comb my hair to get like the grease out. And then I, what do I do after that? I am done showering, so then I dry off, put my underwear on. And usually I cook, usually I do my cooking in my underwear. Like my family don't doesn't care and usually they're asleep at this time because it's like 4.20 in the morning. And 
So then I go into the oven and grab out the cast iron because that's where I store it. And then I put it on the stove, put it on medium heat, go in my fridge, grab the grass-fed butter and the eggs, cook eight eggs, and I also cook, I rinse off all of the shells and cook them in water. So I put it in a pot, crush them down a little bit, and then pour water in the pot to where it's just above the shells, and then cook it on high for the entire time that I'm cooking my eggshells. And then, or the entire time that I'm cooking my eggs. And once my eggs are done, I set them on the table in, with a bowl and a fork, and I cook eight eggs. And then I set a bone broth on the table next to it, my homemade bone broth. And then uh, I turn off the eggs, like the eggshells, and keep the lid on so it can still like cook a little bit. And then once all that is set, I rinse the dishes, do all that rinse the cast iron, put it on low heat to dry it off, and then I go into my room, set the timers, one for 31 minutes and one for 42 minutes, and once I get that ball, I'm going to set, I'm going to actually, no, that, for now, that's it. And then I set them both to start at the same time. And what that does is I can just turn off the one as it goes, and then I don't have to turn on the light to set the next timer. I just have two timers that are going at the same time. And then I do six cycles of Wim Hof method. And then once those six cycles are done, I just sit up and do just normal meditation until the first alarm goes off. And then once that goes off, I do breath work which is with a metal straw and I breathe in for four counts or breathe in as fast as I can in my mouth with the metal straw and then um, I like through the stomach breathe in through the stomach and then once the stomach is full through the chest and then hold it for four counts and then exhale all the way out to like even further out than you normally go to the point where you're like tense like squeezing your abs flexing your abs and then at that exhale you do the vacuum like it's like a where you suck in your stomach and you look like really skinny you basically suck in your stomach and I do that for 10 minutes and since I have this bad posture thing that I'm pretty sure I got from pushing my back against chairs all my life um, my top two abs are actually poking out further than my chest so if you look from the side my two abs are poking out further than my chest so that's really weird and so I've been laying on my stomach for like the second half of that um, thing and not using the straw but still doing the same breathing technique through my nose and still doing the vacuum just while I'm on my stomach and that's like another layer of difficulty plus I'm, I feel as though I'm pushing my like rib cage back to where it's supposed to be. And then 
once I'm done with that, I'm gonna add in, once this ball comes, 10 minutes of balancing on my ball with like squats on my ball for balance. So then once I'm done with all of that, I grab my notebook from the journal from the night before, and then I grab my, go in my closet, which has my gym bag already packed, and then I have my, my ice pack. So then I grab all that stuff, and then I go outside, but I also open my curtain in my room so that it starts to get light in there. But then I go out there, place my gym bag on the same chair every day, place the ice pack on the table, then place my... Oh, let, let me, okay, so I place my journal on the couch where I'm going to be eating. But let me rewind back to right before I start meditating. I actually clothe myself and I put on shorts and a shirt, t-shirt, like just the stuff that I'm going to wear to the gym. And I meditate in that. So at that point, I'm clothed. And then, and then, once I place my journal on the couch, I put on my shoes. Oh, also rewind again back to where I clothed myself. I also put on socks. So fast forward again. I put on my shoes, and then I go back to the kitchen and fill up my ice pack with ice because we have an ice maker on the dining room table or kitchen countertop, fill that up with ice, and then I fill it up with water to make it more, better, and then I chug my bone broth, or no, I actually put the, I eat three eggshells, and then I chug my bone broth while those eggshells are, so I chew the eggshells actually, and in my mouth, and then I don't really swallow them because it's really hard to swallow just eggshells through saliva. So then I swallow them with the bone broth, and then I. What do I do after that? Oh yeah, I take my eggs, my, and my. Ice pack, and go on the couch. Ice my balls for 10 minutes, set Alexa, tell Alexa to set a timer for 10 minutes, and then I eat my eggs, and I also bring two bananas over there too, and then once I'm done with the eggs, I eat the bananas, and then once I'm done with that, I read my journal from the night before, and then once the timer goes off, I put all my stuff away, dump out the water out of the ice pack, do the dishes, just do all this stuff, set myself up for the future again, and then I fill up my water bottle and then go to the gym with my bag and water bottle in the bag. I don't bring my phone. Let me tell you, I keep my phone in my basement, powered off, airplane mode. I have a whole episode, I have multiple episodes talking about that, but I leave my phone in the basement. So then I go to the gym, I bike to the gym every day, rain, cold, snow, doesn't matter. Every single day I bike to the gym. And I actually biked to the gym when it was like negative 20 degrees out and snowy. Like, that's, I always bike to the gym. And then I go to the gym, do my workout, come home, 
I shower at the gym. Come home, grab a quick fruit, like a mango, usually. Eat that. And then go in my room. Once I, like, throw my clothes down the stairs from the gym bag. And then, because I bring a change of clothes to the gym. And then I throw that down the stairs. And then I study in my room. I usually read Expert Secrets in the morning, but I... Over the past couple of days, I swapped it, and I'm reading Transurfing, Reality Transurfing in the morning, and then Expert Secrets at night, because I found that I was retaining a lot more information on Expert Secrets, possibly because it was in the morning, so I am swapping it because I want to retain more on Transurfing. And so I study that for 30 minutes, and then once that timer goes off, and the way I study is I actually have a notebook and a pen and then read and then write stuff down in the notebook. Once that timer goes off, I set a 10 minute timer and then meditate to lock in all that information. And then I put all that stuff away and take off my shorts and shirt, throw it on my tatami mat, throw a brand new pair of underwear on the tatami mat, and then put on a just a new pair of gym underwear, or not underwear, gym shorts that I wear, and then go get, once nine o'clock hits, usually I study a little bit longer until nine o'clock hits, which is like another 30 minutes to an hour, usually. And then once nine o'clock, or 8.45 hits, because I have to be there at nine, I put on my slides, bring, fill up my water bottle again, and then we'll rinse off a cucumber, and then go to bike to the local park, and meet with my friend there for, at 9 o'clock for uh, and I, I don't have a, sh a shirt on, by the way and I just bring my slides and, and I do this even if it's like raining we do this every day, unless we have some other thing that we have to do and we once we are at the park we usually just talk we mastermind we do sprints and we climb trees and we meditate there's the, we also added another we meditate for like 10 20 I don't know we don't have a timer and we meditate if it's cold, we do Wim Hof. If it's nice and sunny and warm, we just lay with our backs on the grass in the sun, soak up all that vitamin D. And then once we leave, we don't really have a set time on when we leave. So sometimes we leave at 11.30, sometimes we leave at like 12.30. Maybe we leave at 10, I don't know. But usually, over the past couple of days, we've been getting home around like 12. So it's like three hours we're at the park outside barefoot shirtless getting sun and grounded and talking a lot those are some of the most we grow the most in those moments and once I get home I cook my lunch which is well first of all I put the four burgers, four quarter pound burgers, grass fed from Costco on the cast iron and then put that on medium 
just below medium and then shower and then cook that and then I get out of the shower really quickly all my showers are cold cold showers by the way and I only use soap in the morning when I get home from when I am done with the gym at the gym I shower with just water and after the park I only rinse off with water and then I finish cooking the burger and then I put my homemade sauerkraut on it which I make my own sauerkraut put that sauerkraut on that and then eat that and then the second the burger is done I pour out all that extra grease put some more olive oil on it and then I cook two chicken breasts 15 minutes on each side salt each side and then I eat the sauerkraut flip the chicken breast and then I usually just wait uh, and then eat the chicken breast right there and so that's lunch and dinner back to back and then I'm done so that I don't have to worry about dinner for the rest of the day and then I it depends usually I lately I've been going to the basement quickly and figuring out my dream customer where I should go that day to in person and I figure that out go there and then by the time I get home I podcast for one hour and then come for like by that time it's usually four o'clock like right now it's 348 and I'm 57 minutes into this episode so it's usually like four o'clock by the time I'm done with the podcast and then I go upstairs into my room and study reality transurfing until five o'clock it sometimes I get in my room at like 4:30 sometimes I get in there at four and it just depends but actually I read I study expert secrets now because I swapped them today and I study that I do the same method that I do in the morning 30 minute timer and then I actually don't meditate maybe that's why I don't retain as much I don't meditate because once I am done with that I brush my teeth floss and in the morning I actually use a metal tongue scraper that's what I forgot right after I brush my teeth in the morning I use a metal tongue scraper but for, flash forward again I brush my teeth floss and then rinse off my face like get my face really wet with cold water and then I fill up my ice pack again ice my balls and grab my two journals that I study that I write down the study in read those two journals while I'm icing my balls and lately I've been doing that in my room and I actually bring in my candle which has a glass like protector around it because my room is really windy like I have fans going on in there so the candle like flares up in there so I have a glass candle to keep it wind like a wind break so there's no wind in there and it's a honey comb or like a beeswax candle so it's the healthy candle I turn that on while I'm icing my balls and reading my stuff in my t on my tatami mat and then once I'm done once that timer goes off I pour out the ice 
which at that point is usually turns into just water. I pour that out, and then I put my journals in the closet where they usually are under my books. I go back in my room, set a 20 minute timer, 21 minute timer, and a 52 minute timer. And then I just turn off my window and I turn on the, or turn off my window. I close my blinds so it's dark in my room. And then I, the candle's already lit. So then I turn on both of the stopwatches, the alarms, and then just start journaling for the first 20 minutes. Once that goes off, I put the journal upright so it blocks the candlelight from my like vantage point and then I just I just meditate for the rest of the 30 minutes and once that happens I put pick up I go in my closet take out my blanket and my pillows put it on my bed set my bed and then bring pick up the candle and the lighter and put it put my lighter on the chair right outside of my room and then put my candle on the dining room table and then blow out the candle on the dining room table so all, all that smoke does not get in my room and then I go pee and then I go in my room oh rewind to right right after I'm done studying the second time at nighttime I pack my gym bag and so I put my underwear socks shorts and shirt in that I'm going to wear the next day in my gym bag and then I set out on top of my dresser underwear socks so I I actually do it in the same order every day from the um it's a strategic order and I'll tell you why I do socks on the bottom and then I do shirt above that and then I do shorts above that and then underwear above that and that's essentially the order that I grab the stuff in so I grab my underwear first in the morning to bring it to the shower. And then I put my shorts on first at, uh, right before I'm meditating. And then right after I put on my shorts, I put on my shirt. And then I put on my socks. So that's I, I basically optimize every part of my routines. And there's a lot of things I haven't told you that I probably forgot because it's just second nature at that time. And I'm glad I caught that, that piece so I can tell you that because that's what I do so I set out my gym clothes on top of my dresser and then my just normal clothes that I am gonna wear after the gym after I'm done showering at the gym in my gym bag and then so flash forward again I'm I just made my bed and or I just blew out my candle and I go back in my room and I sit, I sit down, so I pull down my underwear. So at this point, oh, dude, I forgot. Flat, sorry, guys. Go back, go back again to usually uh, I don't put on a shirt. I usually leave the shirt on after I shower coming home from the gym, or not the gym, the park. So I don't wear a shirt after that. And then I'm just wearing underwear and shorts all day. 
and then I go home, or what am I talking about? I take off the shorts. All right, so right throughout the day, I only wear sh uh, shorts and underwear until I take off my underwear right before I am going in for the night to journal right after my study session. If that makes sense. So I take off my shorts and I'm only wearing underwear at that point. So that's around four or five forty I wear five forty is when I start journaling. And then that at six o'clock I start meditating. And then six thirty I am in bed. Like six thirty is when I leave my room with a candle and blow it out and then go back in my room and when I'm sitting down on while I'm sitting down like while I'm squatting down to sit down onto my tatami mat I'm also pulling down off my underwear so that I'm naked at this point and I set my underwear right next to my bed at the same position same orientation every single time so that I can just quickly put it on if I wake up in the middle of the night to go pee. And then, so once I put my underwear there, I am still sitting upright, and I tear off a slight bit of tape, surgical tape, put it on my mouth, and then just go to bed. And if I have to wake up in the, in the middle of the night, I obviously don't want to walk out of my room naked, so I put my underwear on. And my family's fine with me being just in underwear and I wear tidy whities too so they get used to it so that was my that was really in depth my daily schedule for the summertime and all that is going to be the same except I'm not going to go to the park instead of so everything is going to be the same during the school year except after the gym I'm just going to stay at the gym and study at the gym and then leave the gym to go to school straight away and then be at school until like whatever time I leave like 11 o'clock or something like that and then come home and work on my work business and stuff like that just same stuff except I'm gonna cut out the park sadly because park is like the best thing that I've done we're gonna go to the park on the weekends though To wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to remember the Eagles.